Hey, it's the second cone phone in one weekend. We, we got breaking news here. Brock Purdy says that he's not really sure, honestly, if he's going to play this year. That's very interesting. He apparently said this on an interview that he was doing for Buffalo Wild Wings because he has a sponsorship. I don't know. I wasn't on this interview or this call, but um, a lady from Yahoo Sports was on it. And she quoted him as saying, not really sure, honestly, if he's going to play this year. Uh, I, I assume she didn't invent that quote. I assume she didn't. I assume that's nonfiction. If it's fiction and she invented the quote, she'll either have to retract it, apologize, get fired, mention this every time she ever tries to get a job that she essentially plagiarized, you know, inventing quotes. You can't do that. So I, I, I'm assuming she got this right. She works at Yahoo. She's reputable. And frankly, I believe it. It doesn't mean, he, here's how I read it with Brock Purdy. And then I'd love to uh, get you guys to call in. We got Niner Gang. We got Karan already waiting. Um, Karan's first, because Niner Gang was yesterday. Love you, Niner Gang. But we got to get some new guys in here. So here's the way I, I read the Brock Purdy situation. This is unprecedented territory. These injuries are, are baseball injuries. And pitchers come back in six to seven months, but they don't have to worry about getting hit. Football, it's different. The only other quarterback that's had this procedure is Nick Mullins. So let's compare Nick Mullins to Brock Purdy. Nick Mullins had this procedure on January 26th, 2021. That's about six weeks before Brock Purdy in the offseason timeline. Nick Mullins was cleared to participate in training camp. He was signed by the Eagles, didn't participate in OTAs or minicamp, minicamp, but he was there for training camp, got good reviews from reporters, was fully cleared, played in preseason, was awful. I mean, say what you want about... Nick Mullins, but he was way worse than normal. He completed 55% of his throws. He averaged like eight yards per completion. He was just checking down and not particularly effectively, and he was really erratic. So he got waived by the Eagles. Then he got picked up, put on the, uh, the Browns practice squad. He eventually started a game week 15 for the Browns that year. Again, didn't have an arm, completed like averaged like seven yards per completion. Um, he was just trying to survive while his arm was coming back. So was he cleared? Yes. Was he good? No. He was way worse than normal. It took him a year to get back to what he always is. Now he's back, which is good news for Brock and his future. But if they have Brock come back this year, first of all, he's six weeks behind where Nick Mullins was. No guarantee he'll get any training camp or preseason. And even if he does, based on what Nick Mullins went through, was the only other quarterback who's had this procedure, Purdy's going to stink. He's not going to play well. I mean, he's not physically that much different than Nick Mullins. He's a little bit quicker, but in terms of stature and build, they're pretty freaking similar. So uh, if, if if you want him to make a full recovery, that's probably... The next time we see Brock Purdy play like he played against Seattle in the playoffs or Seattle in Seattle or down the stretch last year against the Cowboys, that'll probably be 2024. So he could play this year probably. He'll probably get cleared, but is, is he going to give the Niners the best chance to win? I don't know. He doesn't know. And if he doesn't, will he play? Probably not. And that's why he said probably what he said. It's a fair thing to say. I don't know if I'm going to play this year. I don't know if I'm going to give the Niners the best chance to win. We'll see what happens. We'll take it one day at a time. It's a fair way to approach it. But I think it's very it's quite likely that he starts a season on PUP. And if Trey Lance or Sam Darnold or whoever they draft this year is winning, they'll just roll with it and say, you know what? We got Brock next year. He's our franchise quarterback or maybe. And we'll have him 100% next year. No reason to to rush it. Because if you rush it and bring him back this year, what are you getting? 
if Nick Mullins is any indication, you're not getting anything close to what you had last year from Brock Purdy. So that's why I think he said what he said. I'd love to hear what you guys think. Also, it's uh, NBA playoff season. I know you guys are watching Warriors Kings. It's a fascinating series. This could be the end of the Warriors dynasty. If you watch the game, if you have thoughts, I'd love to hear it. I'll be here for the next 55 minutes. So that's it. So let's make it count. Karan. Hey, how are you? Good to see you, man. How you doing? Good to see you. Very well. How about yourself? Good. So, uh, can I just say one thing? I'm a conspiracy You can say two theorist, things. Conspiracy theorist that I think that Trey Lance video was Trey Lance and the 49ers trying to, like, up his stock, like, for trade value. That's the way I took it because it reminded me of when he was doing it when he was trying to get the first overall pick or the second pick or the third pick and had almost that draft S five to it. Why have it out unless you are showing other teams that he's completely healthy? It didn't, why? I, I why? saw it as, as, as Lance and his agent, but maybe the Niners were involved too. I just feel like the Niners are so hands off the trade at this point that they could care less, but maybe you're what? right. Maybe you're right. What, what, what if it was Texans definitely, all- it was definitely orchestrated for, for that reason. I'm with you. Okay. I'm with you. All right. Yes. And then yes. the second thing is, is that I do believe that they are going to push Brock to play either the second game or the first game. I think they're all in because. What if he doesn't look good mind, in practice, though? What if he has considerably less arm strength like Nick Mullins did his first year back? I'm just saying. I, I'm not going to lie to you. I frankly don't think when I when I saw Jimmy Garoppolo in 2019, that 2020 team. He was a shell of himself, and he looked like he shouldn't have been out that soon with his injury. And he looked like he got a little bit better towards the middle of the year, right? And then that was his baseline from that point on. In my mind, they, but that's Kyle's mo. He's already done this before. He already, RG3. He already pushed, and you're cleared. Get on the damn field. He's already clear. And here's the other side that I think people aren't elaborating on is that Jimmy was never the same player after that injury. No, he was never the same player. Mentally. No. He was never the same player again. No, he did not move like he used to. He did not take calculated risks until this year, which I fairly like he had to do that or else I don't think he would have got the payday from the Raiders. Right. He had to go a little off script a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. and, that and he didn't do either, it that much. Right. And he didn't even no. do it that much or that well. Um, no. I just feel like Kyle, in his mind, is going to push Brock and say, hey, listen, you do really well. You do good. You get on the field. You're going to earn, like, you know, the Cabo treatment. You'll get a huge contract. But there is the other side to it that the minute he gets injured, bye-bye Brock. Yeah. Right? And so Brock's got to decide, is it worth the risk? Jimmy played, right? In, In Kyle's mind, he already had a broken quarterback that came from a you know, injury season, it was earlier, I get it, and he had all, mm-hmm. all of off season to get better, but he was, he did not look like he was comfortable at the beginning of the year, Jimmy did, during that team. No, no, no. absolutely not. It took him at least half a season. And so, I, I, again, I'm thinking with Brock, it's going to take him until 2024 before he looks like the guy we saw last year. That's my prediction. And if they can go four or five games, checking it down to McCaffrey, Debo, play vanilla, hang on their defense that may be good but i also think like i think the 49ers 
what I have seen is a fatal flaw is, is that they rely on their defense so much at the beginning of the year. By the time the playoffs come around, the defense is tired and they're not the same. They're not. It's a long season. And yeah. both They've years, expended they have, so much energy to, to, to prop the team up while the offense is figuring it out. Yes, yeah, sorry. No, no, no. The, yeah. the same thing happened in 2020. The only, the only you know, cop-out or the only thing that helped them was that they had a buy, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They had a buy that year. This year, they didn't have the buy. And you could see progressively week 14, 15, 16, the same thing when they went through the, the Super Bowl run. They were a shell of themselves on defense. Yes, they were. Yeah, they were. Yep. They were. They were. And I think yeah. like Kyle also defense doesn't win championships anymore. 30, 38, 35 in the Super Bowl this year. And it's only going to go up. It's only going to get worse. And, yeah. and right. And those defensive players are a year older and they're going to, you know, I, maybe they'll be just as fast. But I mean, a year of playing a long season, including the playoffs, short turnaround time, the defense is eventually going to fall off. And I'm waiting for Kyle yeah. to, you know, either pick up the up slack. At the beginning yeah, of the year, pick up the slack. Yeah, and I don't know that Brock Purdy's going to be the one. Like he, he he's going to have to find someone else to prop this up for a year. And you know, I given the success they had with a rookie last year, I, I understand them thinking maybe they should draft another quarterback this year because I think they have a better chance of having a good year with a rookie such as Dorian Thompson Robinson or Jake Hayner than uh, rehabbing Sam Darnold. Um, well, I, I don't see I, that happening now. Trey, I'm not writing off Trey Lance, but if he gets hurt again, I, I, I'm saying I'd rather go with the rookie than freaking Darnold. Darnold, you know, in his last start, he was five for fifteen with forty three yards and a pick, two picks, two picks. Excuse me. It's like what? That was three and months ago. I, I think they, if they had won that game, they would have been in the playoffs. Not yes. a throwaway game. They actually yeah. could have won that game and gotten the playoffs. That's yeah. so it wasn't a nothing game. Um. Do you right. think that they would trade Trey Lance for a third-round pick if given the chance if the Texans came knocking or the Titans came knocking and they said, give us a third, would they do it? Mm, boy, I, I don't think they would. I think and I don't even know if they would get that offer. Because, again, can you tell me the last quarterback who didn't play for three years at, at who was 22 years old? I can't. I mean, it's unprecedented. So what is he worth? I don't even know. I have no idea. I feel like he needs to play before anyone's going to give the Niners an offer. They're going to need to see something. Yeah, I would think. And then the UCL, the UCLA kid, I did see video or just highlights of him. He looks like he looks like Brock Purdy with a little bit. Thank you. Better mobility. Thank you. Thank you. you. He's a lot like Brock, but he's 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 and he's he's a much better athlete than Brock. I mean, this guy in the open field, he hurdles people, he stiff arms people. I mean, he's really explosive. I mean, I don't know how good he is, but I, I watched UCLA football. They never had wide receivers. They never had a defense. So it was him and Zach Charbonnet, the running back, against the world. And, I mean, he's pretty good. And I, I, I don't know if – Hendon Hooker beat Alabama. I like Hendon Hooker. I don't know if you put Dorian Thompson-Robinson on Tennessee if he would have beat Alabama. Like, that guy is legit. But at the same time, I mean, he lost by, like, three points to Caleb uh, Williams in USC. Like, he went toe-to-toe with him. He's pretty freaking good. I, I, I my last point is I fully believe that Trey um, or Brock Purdy is going to make a lot of young kids money this upcoming draft, and there's going to be a lot of quarterbacks drafted a little bit earlier than compared they to him. Been, compared yeah. to him, because they this is the next Brock Purdy. Jake Hayner is that guy, in my opinion. Correct. Like Jake, Correct. 
he's a he's he has a similar arm to Brock Purdy. But to me, what makes Brock Purdy intriguing is not his arm; it's his legs. And Jake Hayner doesn't have those legs. So all you are is you know a system quarterback who can nah no no thanks no thanks. I need a playmaker. Every quarterback in the playoffs this year in the final eight was a playmaker, including Brock. You gotta have a little bit of something else, a little juice to you, man. Unless you're Tom Brady. Well, yeah, and then the other, there's just one last thing is that the only thing that I'm disappointed the most in is that report where Brock Purdy said that he had made a touchdown play, and Kyle had said that it was essentially he should have gone with the check down. It was too hard of a play. What? Isn't the point of the game to score touchdowns? Like, okay, yeah. how many times do you think uh, Patrick Mahomes? does something off script and makes Andy Reid look like a genius. You think Andy's and Andy says, thank ball? you. Correct. That's what Kyle should be doing. Here's the thing. Remember, Kyle Shanahan was never really sold on Jimmy. John Lynch was. Kyle was like me. He was like, he's not that good. I'm the one making him look good. You really think he looks at Brock any differently? I'm sure he looks at Brock. He's like, you know what? I trust Brock. I like Brock. I admire Brock. But he's not that special. Come on, it's me. I bet you that's how Kyle feels. And that's why I feel like they're looking at quarterbacks now and they're always got their eye their eye out there because Kyle really is not that impressed by any quarterback other than maybe, you know, prime Drew Brees. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Prime Drew Brees should have won more championships. That's he should have. Karan, I got to let you go, man. But hey, what you rocking today? Uh, what? Uh, roll. Wearing a Rolex. I'm trying to be the Rolly. The Rolly. <laughs> Looking yeah. good, man. Yeah. All right, man. I'll see you later. See you. Yep. Peace. All right. Hey, Niner Gang, hang with me, man. I just want to get a few people in that didn't get in yesterday, but I got you. I got you, man. Papa Dragon. I see you calling in the Crocker show, giving them access. Go ahead, man. I'm just going to shut up because you're on fire these days. I just want to. You go. What's up? Look at my hat. You. <laughs> oh. I'm representing the homestead. You put my glasses on. Hey man, you sound far away. We sound you sound a little far away, man. I want you to get get you some better audio because you, you're killing it. What's going on? You sound on? a little far away. Hello. Mm. Mm. Better. Call, hey, leave. Uh, now I'm looking down your shirt. Why don't you leave and call back in? Leave and call back in. Yeah, I, I'll put you right back at the front of the line. Don't worry. All right. I'll leave. And All right. Back in. All right. I want I want Papa Dragon to because he he has a re- he's been on fire. His rants are really good. Um, we got Gammon Brown, we got Monsature, we got TN49, we got Niner Gang. We got all of you. But I, I might want to just keep it keep it at you four because I don't have I only got 45 minutes left. Oh man. Karam was good. Papa Dragon. I'm gonna let him figure that out. I'm gonna I'm gonna go to Monsature and then I'm gonna get back to, to, to Papa Dragon. Monsa. How's it how going? How you doing, man? I'm, I'm doing good, man. I'm good. You're the reason I'm doing this show. Me? Yeah, you. I'll take credit for it. Get it to me. <laughs> All right, man. What's up? Man, um, I, I I don't even know what report came out, the one that you reported with the Brock Purdy injury, but it's what Kyle said Yeah. last time he was interviewed. Right. He's he like, yo, pump the brakes. We got to put yeah. this on hold. That's what he said. And he's yeah. not, not rushing Brock back. And the only reason that they wouldn't rush Brock back is because they believe in Trey. You think he believes in Darnold? I think he believes in himself is how I feel about Kyle Shanahan. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know course. what I'm saying? Of yeah. Course. Yeah. He is the walrus, cuckoo, cuckoo. He believes in himself. Yeah, but I don't think he's, I don't think he wants to like 
because like the worst thing that could happen is you bring Brock back and you have to worry about it and he gets hurt again. Or he sucks. Worst thing that you can do, or sucks. Or, or he sucks. Or he loses hearing, confidence. Yep. Or he's hearing footsteps. Because he like yep. he could, when he got hurt. He got hurt as he's throwing the ball. Uh-huh. That could happen from anywhere in the pocket, running out the pocket. Every time you reach back to throw the ball, you could be thinking of that. So, you know, the patience is I mean, they need to be patient. I think yeah. they would go, you know, trade to Sam Darnold, but I, I think they're gonna put him on IR so he doesn't take a roster spot. And that's yeah. why they they're going to potentially draft a, a quarterback, you know, a rookie quarterback. But yeah. I don't see them taking a rookie quarterback in a third. I doubt they do that. Hey, I, the, I the reason I said that is to be a troll. No, honestly, it's because Kyle Shanahan is going to make those three picks in round three. Those are his picks. Those are his picks. And if he, if he falls in love with a quarterback, he won't wait. He took C.J. Beathard in round three. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah you do got a point because that's C.J. And look. If he's, let's say he's fallen in love with Dorian Thompson Robinson. I mean, we know the Niners really value this S2 test, right? This cognitive test. Let's say Dorian Thompson Robinson knocked it out of the park. I mean, he went to UCLA. Let's say he got in the 90th percentile like Trey Lance did. Then the Niners are interested. And you look at his film, he's a playmaker. I mean, honestly, he gives you a lot of the things that Trey Lance was, you were hoping would give you. But like Brock Purdy, he has playing experience in college. I could see the Niners being quite interested in him, even though he played in a, a spread offense. Because you yeah. wouldn't have to necessarily play him right away. You could take your time with him. You got Sam Darnold and Trey Lance. True, true. Yeah, I'm starting to think they're never going to re-sign a quarterback unless he is like heads and butt, heads and shoulders elite. They will not like even Brock. And that's Brock. another reason why Brock Purdy should be careful because if he's going to get paid, it might not be from this team. So be selfish. Be selfish because you've already shown you can play at a high level in the league, and you're going to get money. And it might not be from this team. So don't let the Niners freaking. Push you back out there like they did with RG3. Kyle's already full of himself. Brock, the, the success with Brock made him even more full of himself. Correct. Oh, it's, you know what? I don't That's why he brought in Sam Darnold. He's like, oh, yeah. shit. Look what I could do. I don't need to resign that quarterback. I'll get another one. Nah. Nah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I honestly don't think they're going to be putting quarterbacks on there. The he'll start recycling good quarterbacks for draft picks like he does his defensive coordinators. Yeah, because Kyle, I mean, the way he is. He's always going to see the faults in a quarterback. And what's funny, to me, I think there are serious parallels between Trey Lance and Alex Smith. I mean, guys who didn't have a ton of experience in college, came out really young, ran, used their legs, uh, got put in sort of unfair situations, got scapegoated, got injured. Right. And finally, Alex Smith went and played for Andy Reid. He also had that front leg lock. Andy Reid fixed all that shit. And Alex Smith had a really good career. Dude, Trey Lance, I, if the Niners fumble it with Trey Lance, I could see Andy Reid being like, you know what? I mean, Bill Walsh brought in Steve Young when he had Joe Montana. I could see Andy Reid being like, you know what? I could use a backup quarterback. Let's bring in Trey Lance. Let me do what I do. And, uh, I mean, I don't know. I can I, see that happening. Who's, who's the who's the offensive coordinator that went to Washington? Uh, what's his name? Um, oh, Biennemi. Hey, look. I wouldn't be surprised if Bienemy gets a head coaching job and he ends up with a player like Trey and Andy Reid is like, you know what? I'm gonna help you out. Yep. I'll give that leg lock in one offseason. Because how does he do it in one offseason? And everybody else goes to quarterback coaches for two and three years. Andy Reid did I don't know. Pick after he's pick. good. The guy is I you know, and I remember I back when uh, we had Harbaugh and Andy Reid mm-hmm. got Philly. I said we need to fire Harbaugh and get and get Reed. Yeah. I said I 
I can, I get rid of him right now for Andy Reid. But I mean, that's you know, revisionist history. But Andy yeah. Reid is the closest thing the NFL's had to Bill Walsh. I want to say since Bill Walsh, Mike Holmgren had a moment in the '90s too when he was with the Packers. But Holmgren, damn, dude, Andy Reid's been doing this for decades. Just had consistency. You look yeah. at five five uh, NFC championships and McNabb's yep. not even the same right. That's right. That's right. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Hey, what'd you think? Hey, hey, I don't want to cut you off. Keep going. But I do want to you tell me at the end what you thought of the Warriors losing game one. Oh, I anticipated them losing game one. Why? Um because Wiggins coming off the bench, he's not quite himself yet. A home game for the Kings. Um yeah. I, I expected the Kings to start out slow. And I believe yeah. you know they have they have a, a little arrogance and sometimes they need to get hit in the mouth first. Um, yeah, but honestly, yeah. I think the Kings are going to be hot and win game two. Yeah, yep. I can see I, it. They're the really Kings, good. Yeah, they're really I, good. I, oh, what what I'm saying is like I think they need Wiggins. The Niners, I mean the Niners, the Warriors needs Wig, Wiggins to play like he did last year. Like part of the reason they got beat is uh, all those offensive rebounds the Kings got. Man, Harrison Barnes got like four or five of them. Man, right. like that can't happen. Like Harrison Barnes can't outplay Andrew Wiggins in this series, you know what I'm saying? That can't happen. It can't happen. It's very ironic. Very ironic. Extremely. And, and you know that's what happens in those you know, series. You're supposed to win, and you end up losing. There's a guy that you used to have that outplays what he, and then you lose. Yeah. Because he's yeah. making yeah. those the, the yeah. diving. But I feel like that. That's something the nine the, the Warriors can shut down. His rebounds, Malik Monk's free throws, like that stuff. Fourteen free throws from Malik Monk. Yeah, that was they, a career, must have been a career high. I just don't think that the Kings are going to come out flat again. The Kings, the Kings haven't been in a good. over a decade. They're all young. they're good. First and game. and the Warriors they're been good. trash on the road all year. All so they year. Came back out cold. No. They're out no. cold. You you don't want that team to become confident. I was thinking it was going to be a sweep. Now I'm thinking the Warriors could win in seven. Uh it's going to take seven. I don't know. It's going to take, take seven. Anyway. Monsa, I think people. I think we're losing people here. But thank you for okay. talking basketball with me, man. Always. Have a good one. All right, later. TN Niner the Gammon. What's up, TN Niner? GC, what it be? What it do? What it don't do? What it really do? No. Ah, man, the more the more things change, the more they stay the same. It's another off season of the same stupid quarterback carousel drama. <sighs> and the 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 thing that I I'm, I'm tripping that people can't figure out is don't get me wrong I love what Brock did but it was the it was the sum of the parts not just him he had Christian McCaffrey he had yep. a, a fully healthy George Kittle he had Brandon Ayuk he had uh, Debo a, well Shirt well, Pool Debo he missed a few games he missed a few games remember it was Shirt and Pool Debo baby Shirt and Pool Debo <laughs> so <laughs> now. Uh, I did see some pictures where he was actually working out this offseason, so maybe he'll do something to something this time, hopefully. But uh, I honestly think we just need to stick with Trey. I, I don't want to hear anything about Sam Darnold. Jesus Christ, how many times do we have to watch this guy get a chance and suck? He sucks. Yeah, I agree. agree. Like, like his, and again, his last start uh, of, of his career, week 17 last year, his quarterback rating was 2.8. Trey Lance never would be that bad. And if he was, people, you'd never hear the end of it. Like, I, I, I put out a, 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 a video last week saying that there are some similarities between Sam Donald and Alex Smith. I actually think there are much more similarities between Trey Lance and Alex Smith in the sense that Alex Smith ended up being a winning good quarterback. I don't know that Sam Donald's ever going to get there. 
I think Trey Lance no. will. And I think that's why the Niners need to focus on him and not that loser. And Sam, I'm so sorry, Sam. No, it's the truth, bro. Sam Donald yeah. was a product of a terrible quarterback draft. And being uh, the quarterback at USC and having a, a pretty impressive win record, it's like, man, Sam Donald's going to be the next guy. And I watch, I watched a couple of clips. I was like, I'm not really seeing anything out the ordinary with this guy. And, yeah, I mean, Drew Rosen looked better than him. If That was the Rosen draft, right? It was the Rosen draft. And I yeah, think the I reason that Rosen's out of the league and, and Darnold's still in is, is purely the fact that Darnold's a little bit more likable, a little bit more down to earth, and Rosen was yeah. really arrogant. I think that's basically <laughs> the difference right now. Yeah. Like, yeah, like I mean, Darnold, yeah, I, I don't know. What, I, that's basically it. Remember when Josh Rosen came in and said that he was gunning for uh, Tom Brady's Super Bowl record and that he was by far the best quarterback? <laughs> like, dude, shut up. Well, you know, the other complaint was the fact that he was a rich kid. So there were it was jokes about is he going to be more uh, focused on football or trying to get to the tennis court or the golf? Donald, I don't think was Donald wasn't. He was a you know regular kid. Yeah, right. just a regular dude. Yeah. But I, I yeah. never saw anything extraordinary about him. But uh, yeah. all in all, this this cut the BS out. Don't let don't rush Brock back. Play with Trey. Let him get through a full offseason because it would make zero sense to rush that kid back in what in the middle of the season. So if if he was to come back and uh, he would week four, maybe week five at the earliest, maybe week eight. So you're gonna throw him straight into it with no offseason, no no real game experience or anything. He could be Just, a shell of himself. He could be a total shell of himself. And again, Nick Mullins was a shell of himself in 2021. Dude, it's not he's he can be, he's going to be. He's going he to needs, be. Now, he, he should be fine in 2024. But if, if 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 he's as good as John Lynch says he is, they should be real cautious, right? I mean, there's a future here. I would bubble wrap it. I wouldn't try and rush it back. No. Get that no. man away from the microphone. Please. Please cuz every Draft time another he, quarterback, be careful with Brock and, and yes. take the long view here because again, he, you could have found you could have struck gold there, but you also could ruin him. Like Kyle ruined Robert Griffin the third, freaking what was that? Ten years ago, about yes. ten years ago. So don't repeat yes. history, Kyle. No, no, don't. no, 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 no. And uh, play with what you have. Give Trey the same opportunity with the same plays. Do not use him as a running back. Kyle yep. Shanahan is the only coach I've ever seen that runs through quarterbacks like a running right. back. Because you got to evaluate Trey as a quarterback. You can't move on from him until you know what you have from him as a quarterback and it felt like they were using him as a running back to sort of buy time they're like look we didn't develop him we didn't do our homework but we're doing it now and in the meantime we're gonna run him it's like nah you can't run him out of town before you at least give him a chance because the one time you gave him a chance running your offense playing quarterback he won he freaking won so give him another chance a second chance he adds a different dimension to your offense, he and does. I think that's the problem. Mr. Yeah. By the Numbers will not acquiesce and turn his offense over to a true playmaker. He you wants saw everything what, 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 Well, you saw what, what Purdy adds just by being able to move. Like Brock, yes. Jimmy Garoppolo is stationary. Brock Purdy is Jimmy Garoppolo with movement, and that added so much to the offense. Well, Trey Lance can move too, but he also gives you the ability to push the ball down the field. Which and Brock and Jimmy don't give you that. You have exactly. to push the ball down the field. Now, Trey has to prove that he can get the ball out of his hands quickly and hit the layups. But frankly, that's attainable. I don't know that Brock's ever going to be able to really push the ball down the field, especially after this injury. So that's why you got to keep both of them. 
definitely you had you you saw a couple passes in the play, in the uh, postseason where he was pushing it down the field and it was like eh, somebody could get under that and it could be really bad. Remember, his 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 best deep throw of the year was to Brandon Ayuk. Brandon Ayuk had to stop, turn around, wait for the ball on the left. Yes. Remember that? I think that, like he's just not that kind of a guy. And now if with I this remember, injury, like it's going to be a while before you can throw deep like that again. Yes, if I remember correctly, uh, the ball may have had a slight wobble too, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> not going to say anything about that. But uh, fair is fair. Yes, but the main thing is, if you go back and look at all the splash plays Trey's had, it's been uh, uncharacteristically out of Kyle's wheelhouse. It's. 20 plus yard passes, people yeah. running wide it's open. The, it's, it, it's like two or th- I can think of two or three deep throws to Debo, one deep throw to Rayburn McLeod, and one preseason deep throw to, to, to Danny Gray. You want that. You know what's funny is Philly and like, I, I, I always mention Philly. Philly <laughs> and, and their strand of offense, Indianapolis, it's much more college ish. And it's what Tennessee did. It is, people hold it against Hendon Hooker. It's a lot of throws behind the line of scrimmage, a lot of low, I mean, low risk throws. Throws behind mm-hmm. the line of scrimmage, throws to the sideline, and throws deep. Not a lot of throws over the middle. Kyle lives over the middle because he, and he, he feels like he can open it up with the play action, which is great, but they're not hum, home run throws, and they're risky. Those where the picks come, right? Because you got to layer the ball. you got to layer the ball, and if you're a little bit high, you're a little bit low, pick. But Philly, I mean, they're throwing bubble screens. They're throwing outs. They're throwing goes. Like It's, it's a lot of low low risk high reward stuff because i'm just saying like trey fits strength. that yes, yes. they're playing to trey the fits that. Of what they have yeah they, it's like oh is, is trey going to be able to hit that 15 yard throw over the middle like i mean maybe in a few years it's going to take some time but at the same time yes. like who cares is it yeah, that important but- to me that's the that's the mid range two that's the long two of the of the nfl like i don't really care about that throw that much exactly dude yeah. long as he gets the ball down the field here's the other thing i hate to invoke yes. tom brady but but tom brady was a, pretty much a game manager when he first came and he couldn't make all the throws belichick said all right cool throw the short yeah. stuff throw an occasional yeah. deep ball and be done with it uh i have one last thing because i know you got some sure. other people um waiting i do oh uh, crap damn it i lost my train of thought just <laughs> take your time take your time take your time i'm not rushing you um what was it? What was it? Oh, the the other interesting thing that Kyle has to he's going to have to change his offensive system some type of way because half the half the league is now running his offense and everybody yep. knows all the wrinkles and That's every right. defense is instructed right. to that. So this is the yep. perfect time to use Trey and change your offense because right. your the mo is out. You're going and again. You're throw. If, if you want to be a running team in 2023. I think the results are in. Your quarterback has to be involved. And that's why they wanted Trey Lance. Like, look at they have they have the offensive line they want and Christian McCaffrey and Elijah Mitchell and Jordan Mason. And yet I, I believe they were 10th in yards per attempt. That's because the quarterback isn't involved. You're always going to have teams like Chicago and Philly who are better, more efficient than you in the run game because the quarterback's involved. And I think Kyle Kyle's smart. He gets it. That's why Trey's here. And that's why Dorian Thompson Robinson could be here in a couple of weeks. And that's why I, I think he's probably higher on their board than Jake Hayner. Yes. But again, everybody knows the MO, bro. Run, run, run. You you're gonna have to turn it over to a passing offense eventually. That's correct. Week you by You gotta week. throw to win. You gotta throw to win. You gotta throw the, to win. The the cute disguising and motion and I, it was cool while it lasted. It half was half the NFL. It was half and the you know who gave up on it? 
Kyle. The Rams. The Rams. Oh, they gave this, up on this, it. Right, the Rams. They're done. They they were that kind of team too. When Sean McVay got there, it was all about the jet sweep, right? Go jet sweep motion. And it was like, oh my God, how do you, they don't do that <laughs> shit anymore. They pass. And last year and, they sucked. But in 2021, they passed the hell out of the ball and won. Yes. And yep. that's how they beat us. And that's why yep. we always beat them because we knew the damn offense. We knew what was the coming only, every play. <laughs> that's the only Mike Shanahan disciple who's won a Super Bowl. Or at least, you know, the Kyle Shanahan disciples who's won a Super Bowl. And it's because mm-hmm. they gave up on their offensive principles and just went with what's what, what, what what's working I, in the NFL. Is, exactly. What Where is the NFL going team? today? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And what do yeah. I have on my team and how can I maximize it? Okay, cool. Yeah. I don't have a running back anymore because I ran I got his Cooper knees. Cup. Yeah. yeah I, I got Cooper Cup and now I got OG, OG, uh, OBJ. So, you know what? Yeah. Super Bowl. Okay. Super Bowl. <laughs> Super Bowl. Tyler Higgins. Yeah. Jesus, man. And what's crazy yeah. is the Niners have arguably the best group of receivers in the league. When you got when you factor in Kittle, Kittle, Debo, and Ayuk, and McCaffrey, who's a, who's a receiver. I mean, McCaffrey's a better receiver than running back. Uh yes. check's a better receiver than running back. You got yes. five eligibles on any given play who are all really good. And you want to run the ball? Like you're a run first team, defense team, like, Dude, if you had a different approach and a different quarterback, you could be throwing for 5,000 yards a year. But the Niners haven't ever thrown for 5,000 yards, and they haven't thrown for 4,000 yards since I was in middle school. Yeah, me and you both, buddy. <laughs> the, the last time Crazy, I saw man. it was Jeff Garcia and T.O. Crazy, man. And freaking, and what? You had Garrison Hurst, too, but uh, who was Charlie the coach Garner. at that time? Charlie, Charlie Garner. Garner. Uh, but who's the coach? Who's the coach? God, uh, Steve Mariucci figured it Mariucci. out. It was like, he was like, "Hey, you know, you know how I win this? Uh, getting the damn ball to tee up. This is no different." But you forgot one other uh, thing about our offense: we have the best blocking receivers and tight ends in all of football. Oh, Grant, so we that's, right. that's right. That's right, baby. That, that, that's Except what for Tyler for. Croft. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, man, that's all I got. I appreciate it, bro. Always Thanks good calling to see in, you. man. I missed you Thanks. yesterday, dude. Have a good one. Later. I was at work. (laughs) How dare you? Peace. (laughs) Fish and Chip says, BP always in control of his career. Free agent Nepo baby have to accept that, and there is nothing that will sway BP to do something he doesn't want to do. Yeah, I feel like Brock Purdy has, Gammon, you're next. I feel like Brock Purdy has leverage here. He played well. He showed he can play at a high level. He doesn't have to rush back. If Kyle Shanahan sours on him and goes with someone else, then he can just go to another team and play and make a lot of money. Like Brock Purdy has a little leverage, unlike Trey. Trey has to get on the field and prove himself. Brock did. Gammon Brown, dressed to impress, looking really great, super mm. fresh. Riding, siding, whipping and dipping. Whipping and dipping. Just up love it. Seven, you know? Love uh, it. I, I, I do too, and I, and I love this show. I always come on here. You always compliment on me on how I look, it makes me feel so good. Look I look great harder for your show. Um, thank you, thank you, thank you. You're a gracious host, my brother. Um, I, I just wanted to say that, uh, I, I for as far as the Sacramento Kings, and I, I get like a lot of the a lot of the, let's like, talk about them, man. Let's do it. Let's, let's talk about them. Let's get into yeah. it. Everyone's heard all the all the quarterback drama, it'll mm-hmm. be there next year for whatever reason, yeah. it'll be there, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I, I just want to say that a lot of us here in Sacramento right how are trans transposed uh we basically left moved from the bay area so we totally we totally get that i I just remember so funny listening to some of my old radio shows i'd listen to like 95.7 the game and that sort of thing 
And before like the before everything kicked off, they were saying like, oh, we're going to go down there and we're going to dominate their stadium because that's what we're used to as San Francisco fans of going to every single place and dominate. And then lo and behold, you turn on the TV and there wasn't much. That's not what Sack is like. If I look, I, I remember when I, when I was in middle school and Sack was the team that was giving the Lakers a run for their money. Like they had a legit home court advantage 20 years ago at Arco. Yeah. Arco. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And it was, it's so funny because a lot of the times they, you know, uh, and this is the thing I want Warriors fans who are Warriors fans and also two Kings fans is to remember that also two 49ers fans are also two or or Kings fans are also two 49ers fans. Like, right. Right. so, So a lot of times we have that same heart. We just brought it from the Bay down to, down to a little bit more to, to mid, Mid Cal, NorCal. To me, it feels like the Kings fans are like what Warriors fans used to be because the Warriors used to be an Oakland team. I'm from Oakland. And Oakland and Sacramento both have that like chip on their shoulder mentality because San Francisco gets all the glory when people talk about Northern California. People talk about SAC like it's nothing special. People talk about Oakland like it's the scariest place in the world. And if you're from here, you're like, wait a second. And you have this whole like underdog mentality. And I feel like the teams take that on. And that's what the Warriors used to be. Now they're frisco's team yeah and that's the thing is is a lot of times i'll, I'll hear like the warriors fans look like you know hey king's fans we know what it's like for like 30 years we were trash we weren't making it to the playoffs so we get your whole 16 year drought but what i think is lost in, in the trees is that we didn't just go through a drought we had we had seattle who was pining and climbing for our team they actually thought that they True. had rights to our to our team True. And we had to fight so hard. Even though we're the capital, we still still wear that moniker of Sack Town. Big ups to anybody from the nine one sizzle. You know, I mean, we're up in here and we're repping, but we're not we're not going anywhere. But we are, like I said, we are the cousins to the to the Bay Area. We are right. you. And I grew up there, and so then coming down here, I just adopted that. But we brought that same mentality down here. So we we may not travel, but we're used to everybody talking down to us. With right. the Lakers and the Hollywood. Uh, everything that they have going on, we're not. It hurts, but we're not surprised that it's coming down from from other fellow like 49ers fans. But don't get it twisted. Like we are, we we fought tooth and nail, and other people thought we were dead to rights and thought they were going to take care of our take. Uh, it's great to see the Kings back in the playoffs because that Kings Lakers rivalry when I was 12, 13 years old was amazing. It was phenomenal. It was so good, and it's great. And it, it wasn't just because of the teams; it was because of that whole sacramento scene like to me i don't think of sacramento as like a major league town you got one team you that, know? That's and it. it's not very good it's the maloofs remember the maloofs they were yeah. ridiculous but yeah. now you're back hey i want to say something the owner of, the, of, of that team his son went to college with me andre he drove me back from ucla all the way up to my house one time when we were like 19 good guy so shout out to the renadives yeah, and uh, you know I'm, you know I want to give a little something there to uh, Larry Kruger. Um, look, my my thousand dollar bet of of Trey uh, not getting traded before the NFL draft is still still out there. So just so you know, thousand dollars if Trey is traded by the NFL draft, I'll give you a thousand dollars. It's still out there. Dude. But if you lose, if you lose, I get your channel. One of the two. Oh! all that uh, all that pontification eventually like you know you you do that and and i get it like it's slow and i usually don't do this kind of thing where where i call out um because i understand like it actually is buoyed and helped out a lot of you guys right who 
we're trying to get out there. And right it, now it's a topic of conversation for sure. Yeah. A good three yep. weeks. But at the same time, like I, I just want to see my people um, be free because eventually um, it, it is a little bit ridiculous and it really jacks the, the headlines from, I feel are much more uh, important topics or topics that should be kind of uh, discussed. And, it, and it's just sad that that doesn't happen. And so many people get kind of swayed I, to me. It feels like, that information, it's selling to the cheap seats, and we're not really taking care of the fans who want to be. Um... I hear you, but in, in Larry's defense, I, I I don't think he's being disingenuous. I think he's reading the tea leaves to the best of his ability, and I'm with you. I disagree. Yeah. I think he's wrong, but I, I don't look at him as being like disingenuous. I think he's actually getting information. Here's the thing. If Larry were to call in right now and he'd be like, hey, let me let me put up my sources and then you put up your sources and then like like we no i don't think them. he has sources i think he would even say i'm doing the best i can to predict the situation i think he's even said i don't think they should trade him but i think he's just making a prediction i think he's going to be it's, wrong it's, and i respect him putting himself out there but i think he's going to be wrong i i actually i like larry i think he's he, he's he's like he he shot the moon you know you know that metaphor like he got it right on purdy yeah. and now i think he's a little he's a little feeling himself and he's gonna he's, he's trying to shoot the moon again it's, it's just such larry a, i love you I love actually, you know, what, Larry. Larry, um, I love you. I, lo I love you too. I did, you know, drop like over a hundred dollars super chat on his. So it, it, it is respect. It, it just to me, it was a weird flex or an all in because it was kind of reminiscent because he doesn't need to do that. Um, to me, it like as soon as he dropped that, it kind of reminded me of one of your faux pas and not throwing shade, just bringing this up for discussion. But when you were, um, when you're basically saying one of the times was like you were like Kittle's like contract. And then you were going to say that Benny. the other one, the other one too, is when you're like, don't draft Bosa. And now he's like, the Ooh, I was wrong. Or was uh, wrong. 2021, when you're saying that the uh, Cliff Kingsbury Cardinals were going to win the Super Bowl. It was like those three things. But the last time you ever did that was like, it was like a couple of years ago. And it was ago. funny too. Cause I kept saying like, I really like the Cardinals. That team is really good. And everyone's like, yeah, but Cliff Kingsbury sucks. And I was like, yeah, but the team is really good. <laughs> it was like, yeah, but Cliff Kingsbury really sucks. So that, yeah. Okay. Fair enough. And we're all we're all susceptible to those to to put myself out there, right? In case Larry is watching or or somebody takes this and they 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 misconstrue my words. I was the one who was thinking last year that Brock Purdy wasn't even gonna make the team. I didn't think Aaron Banks yeah. was gonna be as good as he was. Um, and I made like a huge call that I think that or think and thought that uh Bosa would get somewhere around average 38 and a half million per season. It won't be 30 or 33. But I think after this year, the extension, because it'll probably be lowered down to like 10, 12 million. And then next year, we'll end up paying them 36, 37. So I think it'll be a little bit closer in that regard. But just to just to make sure I'm not like, because fans love to do that. They love to point out somebody else's mistakes, but they don't ever like to address, hey, here's my dirt or or here's where I, I you know, you can't see it in my mirrors where I was kind of wrong. So to kind of empty out my closet, I didn't even have Brock Purdy making the team at all. So, all right, fair enough. I appreciate you, uh, you know, calling yourself out while calling me out. Thank you. I didn't mean to call. My, I was just my record sucks, but yeah, you know, let's record, just let's just let's stay in the moment. Your record's good, actually. Um, and the thing that I feel really bad about is, and the, you don't bring this up, um, but it's just something that I've kind of heard through reading through the tea leaves. But I think that you've been a really loyal friend, and you've offered your platform for how big it is, right? I think like out of the top four uh, people who cover the Niners with this kind of platform, this kind of subscription, 
and, and, and base and subscribers, you have put so many people on, uh, black, white, female, doesn't matter. And you've helped out so many people. And when one little thing goes wrong, all of a sudden people dump you, but you're always willing to take it on the chin, help people out, and then you put yourself on the forefront. And that really doesn't, I don't feel, really gets that much credit. And it just shows how sweet and sour uh, people can really be. And that is something that I do look at. And I wish that more fans that watch this held people accountable. Because you know what? You really go out of your way, which you really don't have to. You could keep this shine and this spotlight to yourself. But you make sure that other people's brands get out there and you put them out in front. Grant, I love you. Keep on rocking, man. Thanks. And I really pride myself in the fact that my audience and my contributors are so diverse because I feel like there are other corners of Niners Twitter that cater to a non-diverse audience. And yes. uh, that's not mine. I, I love all the different personalities of people that come in. So thank we you, man. We see you. Appreciate, appreciate you, man. Tyler says, Grant, I feel like the offense fits Trey so much. And yet we haven't given the key. We haven't given the key to lead the offense to Trey, which makes no sense. I know. I know. Um, maybe Kyle Shanahan had a, a plan, and the plan was to build up to this. Um, it's only been four starts. One of them, he got hurt in the first quarter. So maybe Kyle had a plan here, but I only all I know is Kyle seems to have ideas early in the season that aren't that good. And then by the end of the year, he's dialed in what he wants to do. Trey started a lot early in the season, and he struggled, like the rest of the offense struggles before the bye week. But after the bye week, that one time he got to play against the, the Texans, he killed it. So just like Purdy, right? Purdy didn't have to play before the bye week. I'd like to see Trey deep in the season again. Can you keep him healthy? Can you get him that far? Um, fish and chips, gammon, it's conjecture from Larry. You do it too. I mean, I got no problem with Larry making a prediction. It was, I think it took guts um, to put himself out there, knowing people would probably be mad at him. and knowing he could be wrong. So you got to respect a guy with guts. See what happens. I thoroughly think he's wrong. Anyway, thanks for watching. Uh, the, the original topic of the show was the fact that Brock Murdy, Purdy could miss all of 2023. He said he honestly doesn't really know, which is fair. He's taking it one day at a time. The only other quarterback in NFL history who had this procedure is Nick Mullins, who was not a starting quarterback. So he had, again, he had the procedure six months, six weeks before Purdy. He was there for training camp in preseason. He sucked in preseason. He got waived. He eventually started week 15, sucked again. And now he's back to what he used to be. So if that's what Brock Purdy is, they probably shouldn't play him in 2023 because it might not be good for the team or him. Ricky Phillips says, I'm a huge Niners fan and Grant helps keep me honest. He plays devil's advocate for me, LOL. Thanks, Ricky. Appreciate you guys. Warriors play again tomorrow night. I'm going to be doing Warriors analysis through the playoffs because I know you guys are all watching that team. It's interesting. Why not? I'm not going to pretend like I know more about this sport or this team than you guys do, so help me out, all right? I'm new. No, I used to cover them. I know a little something-something. Peace, guys.